and welcome to the WRT Sports Podcast for Sportswomen, bringing you insight and analysis on major events unfolding and shining a spotlight on champions of women's sport on and off the field of play. I'm Marie Crow, and for this episode, I'm joined by a woman who had a front row seat for Ireland's victory over Wales to make it two from two in the Six Nations, even getting her name on the score sheet with the try to secure the bonus point. One of the rising stars of the team, it's tight head prop, Linda Njungan. Linda, tell me about life growing up for you before you moved to Ireland. What was it like? Um... It was very fun. Uh, I think I, I came in when I was really young, so um, I really had an amazing childhood in Cameroon. Uh, I was living there with my mom, my family. Um, I remember like every Saturday, the mom would have like a, a gay match uh, where my mom and other kids' mom would go in uh, because football is really famous in Cameroon. It's um, our main sport. Uh, so all the mom would play football and all the kids would be like, water um <laughs> we'd be handing out water at half time so um i really got into sport throughout to my mom um and just loved her she was phenomenal I, all the kids were so jealous of me because my mom kept scoring all the tries all the goals uh so I, I had a really good that's good childhood yeah that's cool that your mom was the one that was really into sport because yeah. often it's the dads yeah oh my mom was really she she was definitely described, everyone described her very strong. Um, so I always look, and now people are like, oh, you're really strong. I just look at my mom like, yeah. <laughs> I know where it came from. I know where it came from, yeah. So how did you, why did you end up coming to Ireland? Uh, I think my, my dad lived here for years. So um, my mom just thought I have a better opportunity for um, education and life, really. So it was good that, because I didn't really... Um, live with my dad so it was good that I got the chance to really come here and live a life with my dad too. It must have been hard leaving your mum though. Yes it was the, probably the hardest decision I ever um, when it wasn't really my decision but it was the hardest thing that I ever had to do to leave my mum behind but to be fairness um, I have an amazing life here and I, I wouldn't have the opportunity to represent Ireland so uh, everything happened for a reason. What was your first impressions of Ireland when you arrived? Uh, it was really, it was definitely the culture different was a massive thing. The weather was a massive thing. And uh, I just really found it hard because in Cameroon we're not really um, kind of restricted to one area uh, where you, you're allowed to go outside and just play anytime and not really care about anything. But here it was more like my dad would say, you know, like you can't go to the neighbor and knock at the door and just play. Uh, it's, it was. I think that for me that was the hardest thing and the food I just find it really hard uh, to really adjust to uh, the food and the culture and the language for me because I can ask my first language was French so I barely I didn't understand anything so I had to learn uh, English from scratch so that was really hard <laughs> wow so you were nine years old in a new country like listening to people who didn't speak a language yeah. that you under or that spoke a language you didn't understand yeah and I never flew before so for me that was another thing and I flew by myself so at that age I really didn't understand what was happening around me I didn't really I just I just kept going with whatever was really um set for me really uh, I never really asked questions uh, it's more that now I grow up I kind of ask questions 
Uh, but I, I always tell myself like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have this opportunity if I didn't come here. So I'm grateful for my mom for making that decision for me. Um, and I'm, so I just really, I'm just grateful for where I am now. I just really had to look forward to everything. It must have been really hard for her to make that decision. Yeah, but like we, now we got the chance to really talk about it. And now she had missed so much of my life. And she's at the age of nine, I haven't seen her. Uh, but we, there's always time to kind of recap everything. And yeah, it's really hard. It's really like every single day I think about it because it's something I have missed so much um, of my mom. Um, spending time with her is something that would never take back. I can never have that back. But at the same time, it's those things that you have to kind of make in life, those decisions. So um, it's hard. Um, I really sometimes just I try even not to think about it because it's those things where um, you just have to really accept what has happened and just really move forward. Um, but at the same time, I'm always been that hardworking person. So I always try to to the next job and do the next thing and never kind of like let anything um, hold me back. So. I just give a thank for for this, her decision. I thank um, everyone that really been there for me uh, and that took that role model, mom role model, and raised me up to be the woman that I am today. So she must be so proud of you and everything you've achieved already, and you're still so young. Yeah, like uh, it's really hard because um, everything is so different. Uh, I try to talk to her about the whole thing that I'm doing and college and work and playing for Ireland um, she really she's very proud uh, sometimes she can't she can't she really doesn't understand so I really had to like show her and the fact that now there's like YouTube and everything so she's able to watch the games and everything like that so I think that's really for me that's really amazing because um, I always want her to be part of my journey because she hasn't been part of it for a long time so and now if she's able to take part at least um, a small bit so I'm really proud of her I have to get her an Ireland rugby jersey. We have to. She has asked for that too. She's like, oh, I'll come with my Ireland rugby team. I said, don't worry, mum. It's on the way. <laughs> so when were you first like introduced to organised sport? Uh, I play uh, um, shop board. I did shop board in uh, Rush and Lost Athletic Club um, when I was in primary school. So that was, I got introduced and I was really um sportive even in primary school i was captain of the volleyball team i played a lot of football i did ga so i was really sport has always been that that thing that really guided me through like that I really found myself in falling into and i really it just made life so much more easier that i didn't have to think about my whole journey and everything like that it's just that one place where i just feel like i was part of that could be myself and hope sport has always done that for me even to now um, whenever I step on that rugby pitch, I always feel like this is what I was meant to do. Uh, it doesn't have to be rugby, it's really any sport, I just love sport in general. Uh, but I always, like, sport has always been there. Like, I was sprinting 100 metres, doing relays with my primary school in Santry in the Morton Stadium. Um, but <laughs> it, I was introduced to sport at a young age that um, I never wanted to give it back, to give it back. Like I never wanted to give it up. So for me, it has always been that, and I was very disciplined into what I wanted to do. And then I have like the Lego Seamus Flynn, uh, my shop book coach. Really, he really guided me uh, to sports uh, because I loved it. He didn't even have to push me. I was pushing myself. So for me, sport has always 
being there and I look up is always my mom had always shown that part although she didn't have the opportunity to represent her country like I did but she definitely showed me different the principle of sports and everything too to fun really because she was just doing it for fun she wasn't doing it to compete at higher level she was just doing it for fun but I'm, I'm taking it that up and I just love it really nursing when did that come into your life when did you decide or realize it was a path that you wanted to follow um when i finished uh, secondary school in st joseph um rush in rush um i was i always loved caring for i always wanted something that i will work with people i would care for people especially growing up in an environment where in cameroon um we don't have nursing homes and if so our grandparents or anybody our grandparents stay with us and we care for them i always see so such of a joy out of it and i always wanted to like give back to the people because i know not having my mom here and everything like that um people had taken me up and they have helped me so i always wanted to do something that i would help give that back um so nursing was the the the, the career for me um so that's why really because i didn't really know until i went to the trinity access program which was amazing and it really allowed you to really find a path, which path where you want to go to, a career you want to go to. So I was able to shadow a few girls from nursing before I jump into it. Um, so and I really loved it. At that time, you don't really think about uh, the future. You're kind of like, yeah, that's really nice. One day, kind of make it up for you. Back then, but like, yeah, that's really. What I was like, okay, maybe nursing is for me. Um, so it's something that I'm in my final year doing my. My nine-month internship now in Tala Hospital, so everything's going well so far. When did rugby then start coming into your life? Because I know you're only playing for a few years, you're only 23, but yeah. um, it, it was, you came to it late in life, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, um, I started rugby when uh, I was in Trinity Access Programme and through the Trinity Access Programme you get um, you get opportunity to work with Grant Thornton and get mem like a member mentor there and you're, at the end of the, the programme you have the opportunity to apply for a, an internship a summer job in Grant Thornton which I was successful in getting uh, one of four to get the internship during the summer um, so I got that and I remember the email for the social email for the tag rugby came on my computer and I was like oh this uh, this looks like fun uh, so I applied for them and we got the opportunity to play in Wanderers which became my first rugby team um, so from there on I would play for a season in Wanderers and and then I move on to the Leinster trial and then to Beverage, which is now my current rugby club and like did you take it straight away did you find it difficult like what was your first kind um, of feeling about taking up when you, when you took up the new sport i loved it because um every sport if it has to be a sport i would just love it i don't care really what i have to do or anything like that although i love the physicality of it because i was being that girl that was just really um tomboy really physical and i was being pushed back about my physicality even at home be like you're too strong you need to really um help back so i was always told to help back um so which something that i had to learn how to like adjust to it that sometimes i feel like my my physicality was not the best sometimes so for rugby to be that i didn't feel like i had to help back i could only just be me and uh to be honest it paid off <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfect sport for you 
it is it is it's the perfect spot for me like i tried uh, i wanted to do judo anything physical physical was really my thing and i'm um, so rugby was a perfect sport really I, i'm so grateful for uh, for falling into that grand torching and then falling into wonders i'm really because they set the journey for me and what about position wise like did you fall into the prop position no not at all as you know uh, <laughs> when i started um i was playing a flanker, flanker um blindside flanker um with uh, wonders because that's really with the position where i was put on first um i played a way until uh or beverager until um i played the whole i trained for the whole um leinster season really playing flanker um and then I wasn't because it was so competitive uh, position. So there and there were so many people going for that position. Uh, I remember uh, Adam Greek giving me a call one day and be like, you know, I really see you as a prop. Um, so I didn't really. I could see myself too. I could feel like it maybe change is good sometimes, you know, because learning a different position kind of gives you more of that enjoyment of the sport where every single day you you you're you're eager to learn so uh, i hang up the phone and call um my coach in obeviger telling that you know what i feel like i need to move a uh, position which he was really happy about it really he was like yeah you're moving in this game you're playing prop i was like okay not too soon <laughs> but uh, it was from day on i was like prop is mentally you had to switch off and put in that new position so I was lucky enough to have people around me that were supporting me in that position and helped me along so I was able to really adjust to it and really give it my best. So it's not an easy position to no, learn though. No. no it was really hard I think that's the beauty of the sport that you have so many di different positions but the fact that I was in a, an amazing club with people international player like uh, Fiona O'Brien that was there and Eilish Egan and um, to really help me and build me to be the perfect uh, opponent for that position really so it's really it's, it's it's definitely not easy it's something that i keep learning every single day and i feel like i'm not there yet but it's always there's always a um an opportunity to learn every day which is the beauty of it how do you go from being someone who's just taken up a sport to f three years later playing in the six nations um i think it's definitely uh, hard work um it's hard work, it's dedication, it's passion. Um, it's, it's, every day is different. Uh, there's some good and bad days, but it's really how you take it on and you move on and you're always pushing yourself to be better. Um, everything is definitely not easy, but I would give the advice to young girls out there that it's not gonna be easy, but to never give up and really every single day, just push on. Linda, you're juggling training to be a nurse as well playing for Leinster, playing for Ireland. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? And what's your, what are the challenges like? Um, it's, I don't know how I do it. I really, I have the time management for me has been my main thing where I'm really communicating to um, the staff in hospital and in advance of everything and really prepping my food before games, before even the week, having all my gear ready uh, before everything is always getting ahead of everything. It comes with a lot of sacrifice where you don't really have time to really have friends around and everything like that, go for like wedding and all that. Um, but it's something that if you're really passionate about what you do and you really see yourself 
going further. It, you're gonna have those moments later on, but right now, this is it, yeah. But you're living in Tala, you're training in Abbottstown, you're working in Tala, <laughs> you don't drive. How does that work? I know, I know. Um, when you make it sound like that, it's like a lot. <laughs> for, for me, I really sometimes don't see those, I don't really see like you're seeing it. I just see, okay, I have training, I have college, um, and I lived in Roche for most of my life, more, like all my life, and I was a nurse doing my placement um, for four years in Tala, so I would wake up at half four, and then when I'm not training, I'll have um, training in Donnybrook, so in Bonesbridge, so I get the boats from Roche, and get, but I never see those channels because I always wanted to do it. It was something that I look forward to doing. Um, but to be honest, like it's, 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 a, it's hard, but I'm doing my driving license, um, test now. So hopefully, finger crossed, it goes well and I'm able to hit the road. Um. <laughs> so we're in the middle of the, the Six Nations now and you're doing your placement in Tala. So like, what's a regular week like for you? Uh, busy. Um, but Ireland has been very understanding of my commitment to finishing my placement. So they definitely, I have to talk to them ahead of everything to really, and um, because I'm no longer a student and I'm a staff, which I get rostered by the manager, manager uh, the CNM, uh, on a daily basis. So it's no longer where I can really ask for days off or anything like that. So I usually like time management, do, get things done ahead of the time and give a lot of time uh, and space to really figure everything out. So um, Ireland had to, so when I'm working, I don't have to do any training. Uh, and when I'm not, like for example, today, Monday, uh, I have a day off. So I do my gym and I do uh, my video review for the team. And then Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be working. And then Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'll be in camp. So I give my time that break and then so that I can be 100% in camp with the girls. So to keep going from there, yeah. So no days off, really? No, no days off, <laughs> unfortunately. But I love it. I don't really complain. Um, it's something that I love to do, and it has to come with sacrifice. And we're always trying to push ourselves uh, as individuals. So um, I'm not the only one doing it. Most of the girls in the team are doing something. They're making their sacrifice. It's always about giving that one more percent. So it, that's really the commitment. When you go into the hospital and work now after a Six Nation game, do people recognise you? I got a few of the patients that recognise me, but at the same time when I'm there, I'm not a rugby player. I'm trying to get focused on what I do and try to really uh, improve in different, because I'm learning too. Um, like I'm learning in, a, in Irish camp too, so every day is a learning curve. So I try to um, put the rugby behind and focus on my degree. We're in the middle of the Six Nations and it's a really important year for Irish rugby, Linda. Yeah. And I imagine that's not lost on you with World Cup qualification coming up as well. Are you feeling the pressure? Oh, definitely. There's always that pressure to really perform and not even to perform, but to play your best and and have as a team, really. Um, but there's a lot of there's a little bit of pressure going on because we have three home advantage games that we really need to um, win and really need to show the crowd and what we're able to do. 
Is it different this year with Adam? I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot learned after last year's year, which was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely been a lot of um, work done behind scene and everything like that. And we really, like, we have a new management team, and which has been really great. Um, we have uh, Steve and Kieran, which have been a phenomenal addition to the team, and all our... our um, and Andy Ophizio and he has been there. So it's really, really good. I have such, the management are great and Jen, the new man manager, she's a phenomenal. So I'm really, really, really happy that every, everything is set. We just really need to perform now, so. Because after a World Cup, there's always a bit of transition. So it takes a little bit of time for things yeah, to get going yeah, again. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that after World Cup, there were so many, I came in after the World Cup and, and so many of the girls, so there was always that transition. And sometimes it takes a while for us to really blend in as a team because everyone really had to learn because we don't get as much days together. So we really had to come in together. So it definitely takes time. I know last year Six Nation was, um, was disappointing, but it was for us, it was that time to really learn to be as a team and everything like that. So we have done that and with the addition of the new management um, team. So we really have been working hard behind the scene. So um, this explanation, I will have a really good, hopefully we can show that uh, what we have been working on uh, on the pitch. When you see like the likes of you and the likes of Bevan Parsons yeah. coming through, I think it just shows that even though you mightn't have had the success last year, there is success there because you're bringing players through. Yes, there's definitely success. And I wish that other people could see that because there's, there's definitely, we're growing and there's definitely success. In, sometimes the success doesn't always have to be on the pitch, but the fact that we have new players coming in, coming through and really building, uh, building the Irish team, building eager, those players, we're all eager to wear that green um, jersey. So and we're fighting for it. So it's really, the 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 squad is really it's really, really strong squad that um, you know nobody is safe in that jersey. Everyone is fighting for that jersey. So I think that competitiveness in the squad is so important, and we definitely have that. And God, every single day you're fighting and fighting for that jersey. You just never know. I'd say being a professional rugby player would be pretty amazing life when you think of what you're trying to juggle at the moment. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, it would be because we have more time together. I think that's really what we really like now is just having more time together, which we have tried to really put into our schedule. And I think it's showing on the pitch that, um, that we're getting that time. But I think where you don't have to go to work um, the, the next day after a big uh, Six Nation game, I think that's really, really handy and really good um, that you're able to really play with the team and really stay together and really get to know each other inside out because that really reflects on the rugby pitch. Like we said, we have new players coming through and everything, which is definitely showing um, a, a a growth in our rugby. Um, so we're definitely heading to that towards the professionalism. But I really, I am really excited um, because we're definitely going, going towards something good. Is it daunting going to play teams that are, you know, are, are professional and have put in an awful lot more preparation than you like France and England? No, not at all. Um, for, for us, we really don't think about that. Um, we don't really think about how many days they're together, if they're professional or not. Uh, at the end of the day, we're going there and we're really giving it all in the, on that page. Uh, professional or not, um, there's no difference. We give it everything. 
And for yourself, when you think about it, you came to Ireland from Cameroon when you were nine and you didn't speak English. And now you're standing there singing Ireland's Call and representing Ireland. Yeah. Do you appreciate everything that you've achieved? I love it. I love it. And the fact that I always knew uh, if I push myself hard, I'd be able to even represent my country. And for that to have happened is a dream come true. Um, but yeah, I love it. The singing at the Irish anthem is, for me, is unreal because I watched the game and I was envy the girls. I'm like, oh, what do they have to do to sing this? Um, for me to really sing shoulder to shoulder with the girls at the Ireland call is um, is a dream come true. That's really what hard work do. It makes your dream come true. So I'm really happy. And I thank everyone who has been there for me and supported me um, all this way and keep supporting me because it's just the beginning of an amazing journey. And Linda, is there ever any negativity? Oh. Uh, yeah, obviously, like you have the like it's part of every single day. Really, you have the good days and the and the bad days. Uh, where but you really had to uh take it together and be in it, be in the the negativity because that's not gonna. You can look at the negativity to push you to be better, but you can't hold on to that. You had to really move on. It must be hard though, because I suppose we're just living in a funny world right now. Yeah, and like you're doing something that. You know, you're a trailblazer really for the Ireland women's team, like you, you know, coming from Cameroon and, and going on and, and Ireland is your country now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is it's I sometimes I can really I reflect on my journey and what I have to do to be here um and I can't believe it. And for any girls really that is out there coming from another country and wanting to do what I'm doing now and represent the country is definitely, I have made it. So I have set the journey for them. So it's for me to really push on and show them that this is, we can all achieve something in life. You don't have to, to because you come you're from somewhere, you were born somewhere else, doesn't mean that your dream um, is shattered. Yeah, your dream can always come true. Um, so I'm really proud of myself and I can't wait for the younger, the new star coming through. So we just really need to work hard and set that part for them. So that's what we've been doing all along. Because there is an, an, a new generation of Irish people, like when you look at the some of the sprinters that are, are yeah. doing so well, like you look at yourself, like Ireland is a changing nation and you're part of it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I am part of it and so as other people. Um, but at the same time, as a nation, Ireland is growing as a nation too. And the fact that we just need to embrace that and really uh, appreciate it and really f work hard. And as, as, as we said yesterday, like we have such special genes in the Irish. So we really need to push on really. It's that special gene that we need to really show the world what we're capable of. Spread the good word of the W by sharing this episode on social media. And don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to get our next episode immediately on release. Thanks for joining us.